Welcome to Dying to Know, where we open up about everything that comes with losing a loved one. Because the only thing worse than death is not being able to talk about it. We're your bereavement babes, Leah and Rachel, and today is our pilot episode. Hi, Rach. Hey, Leah. How you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. How do you feel? We're here. (laughs) A little nervous, but we'll get through it. (laughs) (laughs) This was a long time coming. It was. It was. Yes. Um, So let's rewind a bit and like tell people why we're here, who we are, like what we're doing. How we got here. Yes. Um, So Rachel and I are current co-workers and also friends. You would consider me a friend, right? I would. I would (laughs) consider you an outside of work friend. (laughs) It's a big step. It's official. (laughs) We went on vacations together. I feel like that's what takes you there. Yes. So first, I met you my second week of work. We were at a company retreat, and you were at the pool giving henna tattoos out. Yes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember like, oh, this girl's pretty dope. Like, let me go over to this group and like talk to them. And you gave me, do you remember what henna tattoo you gave me? I did, because I was asking everyone what they wanted their future tattoos to be. So I believe it was the cactus, right? Yes, yes. and also we're in tattoo. Arizona, so like, yes. you know. <laughs> and I eventually got a tattoo, which I have it now. But um, I remember like when you were doing the henna art on me, and you were asking me all these questions. And it felt like, at first, investigative, but also I'm like... She just wants to get to know me. And I'm like, oh, these are kind of like direct questions, but really good questions. But do you remember the odd thing that like through all those questions we found out we were doing within like the next two weeks? No. what was That it? we were both going to be in Baltimore for the Millennium Tour concert to see Pretty oh, Ricky yes! perform. Yes. And that's when I knew I, I was like. I forgot about that. It was like who in, else in the world, because <laughs> yes. we were both New York based right now, would go to Baltimore just yes. to see B2K Pretty Ricky. So I was like, yeah, it I truly mean, is destiny that we're here like is. now as friends. Oh, gosh. Okay. I, I forgot if we did go see yes. the Millennial Tour. Okay. <laughs> and then. Fast forward from there, we you hit me up and was like, tickets, this was like 2020. No, was it 2020? No, it was, it was the beginning of, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. beginning of 2020. And you were like, tickets look cheap to New Orleans in February, like this week that you had like blocked out. And we were like, do we want to go? And I was like, yeah, I'm down. And then I heard from you, like, I heard nothing from you the rest of the week. Because <laughs> I was like, I think I'm payday. And literally... Yeah. Payday comes around, you're like, so we're booking it today. Because then I was like, are we sure? Like, yes. we were friends, but again, still work friends at this time. Like, not too much out of work. And payday hit, and you're like, all right, I'm ready to book. Let's yeah. do it. And we did it. And I feel like that solidified the friendship outside of work. Yeah, Like, it was really kind of like, I talked to you about, like, your family life. And, like, we talked about our names. And I was told you about, like, the biblical story. Like, oh, we're sisters. And, like, I this know. is what happened. And, like, and we did the ghost tour and, like, Larry and, like, all the things. We ate ourselves into a coma. Like, I feel like that I, was really, like, the nail in the I, coffin. Yeah. I feel yeah. like once you share a room, like, everything's fair game. Yeah. And then I locked us out of the bathroom oh. numerous times. <laughs> you did. Numerous times. That was interesting. <laughs> So yeah. So then, I'm sorry. You really did lock us out. How many times was that? There is only like twice where someone had to come help us. But then, then we like yeah. But then fast forward from there, January of 21, you lost your dad. Yes. And then from January to June, five months later, I lost my dad, which is just the wildest. Especially being both. 
kids of like a group of four, both in our early thirties. Yeah. It just it was very odd. I don't know, not odd text, but it's just like we had this group chat where we we're both giving like life updates and the fact that like the one group chat both updates was like, hey guys, I'm so sorry. I want to tell you first before obviously it gets out with yeah. all of our coworkers that our fathers passed away. And it's just it was almost like too surreal and too it was. odd for it to be happening both at the same time. But yeah. it definitely was a, an experience that not nice to have someone to go with, but it was ref- I feel like using positive words feels weird, <laughs> but to <laughs> be able to talk to someone so openly about it. No, for real. And like outside of the group text, I'm going to read what you sent me because I think it was just so special. And I think it's like one of the reasons that we're here today. So I don't even remember this text. So now you I'm don't? Like <laughs> <laughs> So this was the day after and you put... Lee, it's hard, and I wish I had better advice for you, but I know there is a lot going on and a lot of things to do. And if you need help or have any questions or just need to vent, I'm here to listen and help. Love you, Leah. And then I put, love you too, babe. Thank you, babe, for definitely... Oh, wow. The grammar and spelling on this is terrible. (laughs) But (laughs) thank you, babe. We'll definitely lean on you because I have no idea what the fuck to do. But how and why are we living a parallel life right now? Yeah. Are you my sister from another mister? And then you go, anything, Leah, it's going to be a lot, but you got this. I know it's crazy. Bible sisters, question mark. Laugh out loud. I'm sorry our lives have to suck right now, but I hope we have a good story going forward, Um, which I thought was great. And then we continued to talk like you're like, hey, Leah, thinking about you seeing if you need anything. This was like a couple days Mm -hmm. later. And I'm like, hey, Rach, thank you, friend. Any chance you'll be able to talk later today, let me know. And you're like, yeah, I'm free. And I'm like, okay, talk to you tonight. You're like, okay. And I'm like, do you have a cocktail for this call? And I put like the broken heart emoji. And you're like, okay. And I'm like, KK, let me know when you're ready. And I think that's when we got on the phone after that, which really kind of like changed the trajectory. I think one of our friendship and then two of like, that's one of the reasons why we're actually here today was like, we lived this parallel life. We became like fast friends at work. We had already went on like a trip together. And then here we were experiencing like the biggest life event at one time. But not only that, I feel like you hear, especially our age, the biggest life event. And it's like the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't or like giving birth. And for us, it was like the biggest loss you'll to us that you'll ever experience. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I feel like it was just this odd parallel where like I, just, I remember, like, having my little cocktail, sitting and watching the sunset, like, having this conversation with you. And I feel yeah. like it did it did change everything. And that's why I feel like we've it's brought us here today because we're it was so nice to, like, talk about it and feel free to say all the mm-hmm. horrible things that are happening, all of, like, the lighter things that – what people are telling you and, like, what you're hearing. And yeah. I feel like you're, uh, you gathered all that and were able to take in all that information and push us to, like, get where we are now and where we are today and starting this podcast. Yes, because I feel like you, in that conversation, you were kind of telling me, like, things that had happened to you in the last five months. And either, like, I had hit those milestones, like, oh, yeah, this has already happened. Or, like, you were saying things. I'm like, well, that's weird. I don't think that's going to happen to me and my family. And then when I would hit those milestones, like, four days later or a week or two weeks, and I was like, Oh, like Rachel was right. There is like a weird 
like timeline there is like a weird timeline to yeah. death where it's like shock grief and maybe it's the stages and that's something that we can go into later but i yeah. feel like those initial days it's very weird very little people talk yeah. about it and the reason i even sent you the messages the way i did is because when i lost my dad um a co-worker also reached out and said there's so much unexpected things that no one's talking about mm-hmm. and again he's not a co-worker i talk to often so he's like if you do want to talk like feel free and like you can reach out and that was just such a refreshing feeling because I felt like my life was now going at 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, just to know that there's a break and other people have felt this too. Yeah. Felt like I wasn't alone for like a good couple of minutes, which was really nice. And I just, you being a friend, I wanted to make sure you felt that way too. Absolutely. Which is something I hope everyone else in this podcast or listening or any of the listeners get a yeah. little taste of that too where you you don't feel so alone. No, definitely. I feel like you definitely gave me a guide during that time. And it was kind of like I was tapping in with you. And I'm like, well, damn, she was right about this. Or like, wow, this did happen. Or like, it hasn't happened. Or like, maybe it happened, but it wasn't the way that she had explained it. And I think past that, like fast forwarding to like later that fall, we had another work retreat uh, where it brought me to Jersey. And I like stayed with you. And I remember during that time, like that bereavement time before like the burial, and also like the death of my dad, where like, I would just kind of like write notes constantly, like, I just didn't want to forget anything that happened, like people who showed up or like things that people brought or like, whatever was happening. I remember, like after the retreat, we had did like a happy hour afterwards. And we were out pretty late. We were like eating ramen. I'm like, Look at this note. Like, I've <laughs> had dreams. It was a very long note. I remember being like, no, I felt all this too, but I didn't know I should write it down. <laughs> I wrote, like, the first, like, 72 hours down and, like, all this information and, like, dreams and, like, and I was like, you know, I'm thinking we could do a podcast and, like, I'm thinking the name of it could be this and, like, you told me about this and I feel like what we had experienced in that time, like, I was like, this is weird and I feel like a lot of people just need to hear it. Like, either people who are currently grieving either people who need to like, or are going to bury their parents eventually would want to hear something like this. Um, And I remember like pressing you in the beginning, you were like, okay. (laughs) No, and like, honestly, and with that, I like want to thank you because I feel like after a loss, no, for real, because I think the hardest thing about a loss is like showing up. And I like people, whether you're showing up sad, where you're showing up depressed, like I think, being able to like get out of bed and just go through your day no one understands like how hard it is absolutely so i want to thank you yeah. for pushing me to be here because i like me on a podcast like i'm the behind the computer girl <laughs> and i want to thank you for showing up and thank you for like going through your day even though you've lost someone so close to you thank you rage i wouldn't be here without you because i would not do anything like this without you no and i feel like at this point we're just in sync and can't not do it together yeah no that makes pretty good sense but like when i was pressed i feel like i was pressing you for years now because it was 2021 it was a little like it was a long time (laughs) i will give you that i feel like I wrote it off as like, yeah, like, we'll do it. Like, if you can figure it out. Yeah. I I feel like I'm definitely someone who needs that extra shove. And I was just like, if you get it, if you get it. And I remember being in the office. Mm -hmm. And I think I was turning the And you're like, are we doing it or not? (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, no, no. Like, I will do it. Because I was just. Yeah. Because I feel like you're like, I'm going to do it no matter what. Like, I I want this message to get out. So I was like, no, like, I do want to do it together. I do want to do it with you because I do feel like both of our stories are beautiful. And I feel like we've collectively learned because we've started therapy. We've Mm -hmm. done so many things that, like, 
we have this experience to share. Yeah. And that's when I was like, I know someone who might be able to help us with this. Yes. I was so pumped when you were like, yeah, like I'm willing to do it. And like yeah. I found someone who's going to like record us and edit it. And I was like, really? No. And then I feel like you got a little scared when I'm like, it's going to be on camera and it's yeah. going to be official, official, official. Yeah. I was like, I wanted audio only, but you were like, no, it's going to be official. It's a camera and like everything's set up. No. I mean, we got to get on the social media. So no, that's true. We got to get it out there for everyone. Yes. But like in the midst of all of this, I'm like, is the purpose of this like really going to do well? Like I didn't want it to be like a trauma bonding situation. Yeah. Or I didn't want it to be like meaningless, like people lose parents every day. So I was like, let me really look into this like research and see what happens. So that's what I did. And what did you find? And let me tell you what I found. <laughs> so according to the United States Census Bureau, uh, the percentage of people with dead fathers is greater than there is with moms who have passed. Ooh. And then specifically in 2021, which is the year that we both lost our fathers, like breaking it up by race, 19.6% of black people between the ages of 18 to 29 wow. have lost a parent already compared to like whites who are 10.1%, Asians who are 9.5%, and then Hispanics who are 11.5%. So like if you are 18 to 29 and black, you are in the highest percentage of losing and a like parent. Like you probably already lost a parent. Exactly. You probably already lost one or you're about to. I know it's probably sad. No, but I that. think with that statistic and with what the goal of the podcast yeah. is, is like we're hoping to help people better communicate with someone who's lost a parent. Absolutely. Or better understand like how to help someone who is grieving or understand what, how like how to approach someone who's grieving and understand yeah. that like you are, we are grieving 24 seven. Like it's ins and outs. Some days we're yeah. happy because we miss them and we feel them with us or have this memory that we want to share with everyone. And some days it is the lowest of the lows. So I feel like that statistic is like jarring and it alarming, is. but I think it's also not a goal, but I feel like we're hoping that we can make talking to like people yeah, therapeutic. Yeah, or give a people yeah. better understanding of how to talk to someone who's lost a parent. Yeah, 18 to 29 is very young, in my opinion. Very young. To lose and bury a 30 parent. 30 felt young. Yeah, I would say 30 definitely felt, well, I was 31, but yeah, yeah, like 31 felt pretty young. And like people who are grieving, I think like when you're in the midst of it, sometimes you can feel hopeless. And then those who do feel some sort of hope, it's like, here's a podcast to listen to during that time and like, there is an other side of this mm -hmm. that I hope that those people can feel the hope through it and just know that we're all in this together. Yeah, I hope what people do get out of this podcast is grief has no timeline and they get to learn a lot from it and learn how to talk to people going through it. Yes, because talking is therapeutic. <laughs> so this podcast and this episode is dedicated to the men that we lost in our lives, our fathers. Rachel's dad, Jeffrey Joseph Rappaport, and my dad, Robert James Kinlaw. You are missed immensely every single day. Again, we're your bereavement babes, Leah and Rachel. Thanks for grieving with us. Mm -hmm.